been given light to. I didn't I didn't know this about myself personally, but people said you like to sit and listen a lot before you speak. Um, and th- and that felt like a good thing at first, but in in context of what you what you brought and what you brought to light, like we I it's it's so easy to learn that in society you have to like in this society today in this culture today that we kind of live in embody you have to you have to have it all figured out before you can talk about it or before you can speak on it and yeah. and there's and we we forget the school of life we forget that we're constantly learning and evolving yeah. and and so and so you might need to express yourself to be able to receive that feedback and re- like it, get those answers and, and be able to move in shape and, and, yeah. and by locking, I think, I think I, I do this a lot, just like lock myself into a conversation in my head and feel like I got to do the research myself and I got to figure it out. And, and if this doesn't sit right, it's a problem for me. Yeah. Um, dude, I miss so much. You miss so much input. You miss so much of that interaction that you could get with, with the other wonderful, beautiful butterflies of humans that are also learning and living together around yeah. me. So like, that that confidence on the back of the mask. I wish I could transmute it to courage on the front of the mask to be able to express mm. myself, even even when it feels hard and even when it feels like I don't have it all figured out or I don't have the most eloquent way to express it. You know, yeah. so that's that's that 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 feels resonant for me. It's like that could be the transmutation, that that courage and that bravery, which feels like a part of masculinity that I might be rediscovering. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you've joined us. Today's guest is John O. Listen, uh, John and I go way back. I, I, I originally knew him as John uh, when I got a chance to speak to his uh, college class um, with a good friend, Judy Chu, and we have connected. We connected not only in that workshop, but we connected even afterwards. Um, that was at Stanford University. Um in a class called Human Biology. And man, what a powerful connection that we got to make there. And still, now that he's a graduate and now he's in his professional career, um, to reconnect and to be able to have a conversation with him in this format is so beautiful. There's a couple of things that he said in this conversation that I just want to point out. And there's one couple of quotes, but also really about what we do to have a deeper connection with ourselves so that we can have a deeper connection with others. We talk a lot about rest. <laughs> Shout out to the nap ministry for uh, ministering and connecting with both John and myself in a way that we get to talk about what rest means, like what it means for him as a younger adult and me as an older adult with lots of grays here to write one of what it means to just allow myself to rest, to not be stuck into the have to get it done, always doing, doing, doing. And for some that works. It is not to tell people they should not go get what they want. But what I know is for myself, like even when things are becoming successful and things are working out, I'm still not letting myself celebrate into like, yes, something has happened. And this is something that I'm working on um, today. Uh, we talked about confidence and you're going to hear me, uh, his, one of his words on the back of his mask really helped to elevate what I was going to talk about, about the back of my mask and, um, the word confidence. And I'm hoping that you, in this conversation, you find the confidence to go create and share your own mask 
Maybe you create the mask on millionmasks.org first, and then maybe you will go and share it with somebody in your life, somebody you care about. Maybe when you talk to one of your cousins, nephews, friends, brothers, sisters, parents, whoever, you will ask them to share their mask with you. Maybe you will find a way that these words will allow you to be seen a little bit more, to see others a little bit more. I think we all need that. I, I want to just say that um, words are powerful. Um, the word is powerful. And if you've ever done this um, um, man box activity that we talk about in the work, um, like there's, there's a lot of words on the inside that society has told us, here's what you means, here's what it is to be uh, what we call a real man. And I think that there's so much more to each of us than this box has put us in. I'm so thankful um, to have John speak to these things that allow us to be more of our full, authentic selves. What if we could be more of ourselves? I think more people would be happy. More people would be healthy. But I think when we get stuck in this world of trying to be who others need us to be and not giving honor and credit to ourselves, I think we miss out a lot. So with that said, I, I really want to... Um, uh, Hope that you enjoy this podcast and 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 in this idea of rest, I'm gonna um, in the next week I'm gonna share a video about a time uh, when Ever Forward was in our early building stages and we were trying to raise money in this uh, Indiegogo campaign and um, I was often falling asleep in front of the computer. <laughs> I'll tell you the story later, but I want you to know that. Um, uh, my godson, I told him, Hey, if you come home and I'm sleeping at the table, just wake me up, you know? And, uh, he said, I'll try and wake you up, but you won't get up. I'm like, whatever. And he, I told him to record it. And, um, this video that I will show you eventually, uh, will show this, uh, adventure of him trying to wake me up because as much as he was trying to wake me up, uh, I wasn't paying much attention. So, just so you know, like and the idea of humor and the idea of what John and I both talked about of of not only being funny sometimes, but even sometimes in our sleepiest states, uh, humor will come out in all the funny ways. So I hope as you take this episode in, you will find the ways that you get to tap into your own ability to be real, your full self, and find a time to laugh and find joy and find health and kindness and all the things that make you, you. That's what we invite you to do. Thank you for being a part of the Taking Off the Mask podcast. Please share this with anyone you feel can benefit from it. And if you want to make a mask, you can do that at millionmask.org. Look forward to seeing you soon. Take care, everybody. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you've joined us. Today's guest is John Oquilu. Oquilu. Okilu. 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 Trying to get into the loop. I want to make every letter sound like, you know, I want to do, I want to sound every letter out. That's what I'm no, trying it's, to do. It's, it's real. And I also just, I just go by John O most of the time anyway. So it's like John Okilu also goes Okilu. by John O. Yeah, it's, it's all good. But Okilu. There it is. Okilu. Okilu. I want to yeah, do it right. It. I, I want to do it right. That's my bad for not being prepared. I appreciate so. it. Not, I, the diligence is there. I love, it's, it's love. It's love. Thank you. Right on. Today's guest, John Okilu. He goes by John O, and I am so glad to have you on the show, John. Welcome. 
Thank you so much. Thank you, Ashanti. It's, it's, it's been years in the making. It's, 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 a, it's a conversation that I love to, to hop into. Thank you for inviting me onto your show. Man, well, I, you know, I think one of the things that's really exciting is that you and I had a chance to connect when you were in undergrad. Mm-hmm. And now we get you're now you're a professional. You're a professional. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> hey, you got a job and you got bills. That's that's a professional. <laughs> <right there. laughs> True that. So I want to have you introduce yourself to the folks and let them know who you are, and then uh, we'll jump in. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, as you said, I go by Jono. I'm uh, Jono Kilu. I'm from Oak Cliff, Dallas, Texas. Um, by way of both the transatlantic slave trade on my mother's family side, and then my father's is uh, an immigrant from Nigeria, the Ashan people. Um, so that's that's a little bit of who I come from. I have many many siblings, many many cousins, some of whom I'm, I'm yet to connect with, and so all these people I kind of hold dear to my heart. Um, and then yeah, in the in the world as a professional, um, I work in the in the realm of philanthropy and nonprofit reparative giving. So work with the Decolonizing Wealth Project project currently as a fellow. Uh, might be moving into more healing programs oriented work um, in the years to come. But I could, but that's that's kind of what I keep my gravity is 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 healing and in 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 therapeutics and in sort of restoration holistic health for for all the all the lovely people in the world um and as an artist that's that's kind of the same things i try to keep uh, keep around me and keep proximate to me is just trying to trying to create things that uplift and that inspire and, and and get us get us to a place where we can create the water around us in a better way so that's a that's a long-winded intro so i'm gonna stop there but that, that's that's who i am no, that's not long winded. That's that's beautiful right there. And you got me. I'm already thinking of things I'm gonna as we're gonna come into later after we get these masks done. But I think when you talked about healing, it's so powerful, right? I think mm. what one of the things that we've been trying to do with these conversations for men is to say, look, um, maybe you enjoy the mask you wear, and maybe you don't. And I'm not. We're not here to judge it, but we're here to say, right. can we talk about it? Can we talk about where it started? How did it? How do we begin to begin believing that that's the way we should be, need to be, have to be? And where are mm-hmm. the ways that we can begin taking layers of it off that don't serve us anymore? You know, and I think exactly, uh, exactly. I think the healing comes in so many different ways, you know. Absolutely. It's absolutely. It's 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 learning to witness and it's learning to choose, choose the way you want to be in the world. I think I think that's that's been a big part of my healing journey is just what am I carrying with me? And can I can I can I give notice to it, give acknowledge to it, but then also can I make that decision to 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 drop and shed the layers that don't serve me and and, and pick up versions and, and learn and lean into versions of me that, that might have been repressed for whatever way, shape, or form. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a beautiful process. I think we are going through constantly shaping and reshaping, and I love to be able to kind of help facilitate people through that and kind of kind of ask ask the right questions most of the time it's asking the right questions not necessarily having exactly like you said judgments around it but just can we can we open up and have these conversations yeah yeah without a doubt and you know this this um this the structure that we use in this podcast is really just a conversation so you know um you made a mask i've made a mask and we you know a couple of years ago we were in person and we did one when i was in that class and so um Today we get to share maybe a new version. Maybe it's the same, maybe it's different, but we get to go there. And so as a guest, you get to decide who goes first. Either mm. I go first or you go first, and, and we'll go from there. See, I'm I'm not good with decisions the way my <laughs> the way my Libra ness is set up. Um, but I, I I feel like I'll go first because whatever you I, it's, I know it's not a competition. Whatever you're gonna do is going is going definitely <laughs> definitely wipe me off the, the nope. floor. No, oh no no. But see, here's here's the thing. You are the guest, and so you 
Um, and here's, oh, I'm glad you said that. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Cause guess what? Um, this conversation is about us. Uh-huh. Like it, it um, I, I've just maybe I've made more masks in the in the past, but I think even today I remember putting a new word that I've never put on here before. Mm. And what you get to do is know that, um, like all I all I take is from what you share, and then I I just and, and we and we feel in that. And so there's no um, I'm I'm glad you mentioned the comp. There's no there is no competition, but also I just um have gotten really good at trying to like trying to look at mine, and I still have them. I mean, I've mm-hmm. over you know we're about to hit episode 100. I'm still wearing a mask, but I, right. I'm trying to be re- more aware of it, right? So this is an opportunity for you and me to go just a little deeper, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I appreciate, I appreciate you. you grounding us in that for sure. Yeah, I'm right. so, I'm so, so curious to see. You have a hundred masks. You've written it in, and rewritten it many times. I'm so curious to see what that journey has been like for you. This is my second time engaging with, like you said, the first time was in Dr. Judy's class. Um but yeah, I can I can start and then and then I'd love to bring you in and, and we will see how that how that conversation goes. All so right. What so you, it, what does that look like? You want to go first? You can go front and then I go front, or you can go front and back and then I go front and back. Whatever whatever calls your heart to, in a format that feels good for you. Okay, copy. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with the front. Cute. There we go. And then and then and then if you want to bring your front in and then we can talk about the deeper part of the like what's 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 behind the mask. Beautiful, beautiful. I like that format. Okay. Yep, you're so right. I just, I just put it's it up. Only, yeah, just okay. fold it, fold it in half so we don't see the back yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're so right. Um, <laughs> okay, class. <laughs> today, 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 we're talking about the front of Jono's mask. Um, here it is. Okay. So, so right here, I wrote four words that I feel like um, I often try to embody. This is this is like I think my performance uh, or my mask in the world. So I put on humor, kindness, strength, and zen. Um, and I think Zen is definitely the new one. I think from the last time we had a conversation about it, Zen was added to the chart because it feels like such an important part of the work I said, I mentioned earlier as a traditional healer, being able to keep this even keel, sort of like a really adaptable, you know, um, ambiance to myself. I think that's something that I, that I, I think I do work to keep up, um, but this is, but that's what I like to show people is that I can, I can be available to you. I can be really, I can, I can carry some of the, some of the burden that you might want to offer to me, you know, um, I can help you work through your problems. So like, um, yeah, the Zen part feels like a new addition, but otherwise humor, I like to carry a lightness to myself, you know, like I, I love to be a jokester and a trickster, um, carrying a corniness to me that I, that I really deeply love. Um, it, it works, it works really well in context of my, my work environment when we're talking about like, um, working with millennials, being the youngest person in the space, there's a lot of like, oh, me, me matching up to their level of humor, their level of comedy to kind of to kind of keep us to kind of keep us, you know, elevated, elevated, and spirits uplifted, even in context of work that's like really deep and really, really like getting under the surface of of some of some stuff in our society. Nice. Um, strength, strength is strength was given to me. As a as a as a boy and as a man growing up in this in this world, I was taught that you know you had to be strong. So it's still something that I carry. It's something that I've learned to appreciate. I think over time, actually, as well, um, you know, in context of, of thinking about and learning about masculinity. So mm. you can definitely go there. Um, yeah. And kindness, kindness is 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 taught to me deeply. I learned that from my parents. They're they're both they're both in ministry in the world of ministry. Um, in, 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 in community service. And so that, that idea that we can be kind to others and that's, that's part of like 
the the idea of embodying love i try to do that as well so i hope i hope that that shows but that's like kind of the part of my light that i like to shine on the world so awesome man yeah, that's, thank that's you mm-hmm. that's beautiful brother that's beautiful thank you so much man i i resonate with a lot of, with a lot of those and i and i'm actually interested why I, and so I'm, I'm gonna read this one and then i'm gonna Think about what I was thinking about as you were sharing yours. Um, okay. Mm, this is interesting. Okay, here we go. So this is the mask I drew today. Oh, that's and, a cool uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh it's it just came through and, and I wrote uh, the serious, funny, hardworking, and like I often draw this like weird smile where it's like kind of a smile and kind of like super like intense, like just kind of like straight and serious and i didn't write i've been writing caring a lot lately and i don't know why i didn't write it today serious funny hard working i think when you talked about like humor and like the 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 jokester side i think i i try and entertain that as often as possible right like i but i think serious usually leads so if somebody doesn't really know me if somebody you know never met me they would like maybe he's kind of intense right because the mm. the funny stuff the funny stuff is like more just it's not it's not intentional and it's not a uh, planned it's just like right i'll just improv. throw something <laughs> it's like yeah. improv it's uh-huh. like improv and so i think it's like i love to laugh i enjoy laughing i'll i can crack myself up i'll be watching the show and i'll be like what the heck is this craziness right now laugh and i'm like oh i'm just laughing by, by myself, right? But, by it's, myself. It, it, but it feels really good, right? So it's like that, mm-hmm. like like gut laugh. Like I love, I really enjoy laughing. Um, and I, and, and it's actually nestled in between serious and hardworking. Um, but it's usually, uh, I try mm-hmm. and mix it in. Actually, interesting how I wrote it today. I try and mix it in, even though sometimes I may not be as good at mixing it in as 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 I would like to be. Right. Right. I think it's the serious, seamless. serious, hardworking usually is is prim- primary. And then a little bit of funniness kind of gets uh, sprinkled in there a little bit, you know. That's interesting. That's that is that's interesting to me. I'm I'm like, well, for one, I wanted to ask if you ever if you ever find yourself laughing at yourself, even Uh-oh. even when you even when you feel like it's not necessary, you know, because <laughs> I do that I, a lot. I, when you say laugh, I would say yes, and I say the way my laughing at myself comes is, mm-hmm. um, if I was if I. We're taking off the mask here. So, like, here when, when I when I do a lot of self talk, a lot of my mm-hmm. self talk is not usually positive. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of my self, and I have to I have to practice my positive self talk. Like, it's almost like I have to like prune yeah. all the negative stuff that will yeah. gladly pop into my vocabulary about myself, uh-huh. and I have to like infuse kindness to myself. I have to oh, infuse absolutely. caring to myself. Right. I I I would never speak to anybody the way I talk about myself, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think I've been working on that a lot, and I have to practice it. Like I've I have to keep turning that that faucet off of like negativity because I'll get stuck in there. Like oh, you should be here by now, Ashanti. You should be making this by now, Ashanti. You should your organization should have grown this fast by now, Ashanti. Like I have a lot of self critical language. Right. Um, it's, but if I but I was talking to like you when we talk, I'm 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 always trying to encourage. I'm always trying to motivate and inspire. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't usually offer myself that same grace, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's that 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 resonates. I think I think I have to give you a shout out and show love. I think I think I've been in a workshop with you where you were taught you got us to write out 
all these positive things about ourselves and like keep going and make this list really long. And I was, I, it was hard because it was, it was like this is not that's not the common um, dynamic I have with myself. It's 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 always like what can I pick out and chew out and and and, and sort of you know I clown myself a lot and that's why I'm saying I, I use a lot of humor in clowning myself. I like laugh at myself sometimes because um, I'm like oh, you're so goofy. How could you do that? Or you know. Um, so it's like it's like the humor can be so lovely and positive in my life too, but it can also be like I'm I'm you know clowning myself, roasting myself a little bit. Um, and so I, I I I like to think about that because I like to think about the ways that like you said you can be I can be, be intentional about infusing all that goodness into into yeah. into the way I view myself because that I mean that carries deeply that that goes into the back of the mask for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's definitely something. Definitely something I like to elevate and uplift. And I'm so grateful that you that you pinged me to think about that more in, in, that, in that one workshop we did. Mm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you remember that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we, you know we've we've I've changed that part a little bit. You know, because in that okay. in that workshop, what I did when you were in it, I I give you words that I to to start with. I tell you to pick uh-huh. three and then yeah. add on more words. Exactly. Now I've like started with write out. I am, and then a blank. You mm. and you fill in your own words. Mm. And what I what I want people to feel because when I force you to do it first, it feels awkward, but it could be like, seem silly too. But if I let you come up with your own words first, then I say, "How about you check on some of these words and write some of these?" Uh-huh. Then you see that, oh, wait a minute, why why didn't I pick those words first? And you may have, which is great, but but it, but instead of me telling you what you probably would have done, let me let you do it first. Yeah. And then yeah. after you do it, let me try and have you do something different. That right? makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like so some we, of those words were really hard to fit. Like, yeah. like extravagant, amazing, outstanding. <laughs> some of that's just like, ooh, ooh. I don't know. If, I don't know if my. I don't know if I can shimmy into that. But it was really good to see you elevate that for us. I, 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 yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Oh man. Well, I'm glad you remembered it. That's a good. That's a good sign. It's a good sign that uh that it that it landed in a good way. It lands, it sticks. You know what you do. You know what you do, Ashanti. It's it's really it's really powerful and important. Like I'm, I'm yeah, I'm grateful to have been able to witness some of it for sure. Oh man. Yeah. Well, are you ready? Uh, are we doing ready for getting there? Re- <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Are you are you ready? Because you're you're leading. <laughs> you're you're leading. You're you're leading right here. So I oh, I just man. follow your lead. That's a gift. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to hop in and see what's back there. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So. I'll bring in and invite. We'll take a breath. Take a, a breath. breath. Take a breath. Yeah, there Let's you go. Yeah. Mm. I'll take that deep breath and invite the back of the mask. Um, so these are these are the words. I drew the you know blank mask and then put the words on there, um, sort of surrounding it. Um, and I thought about I thought about I wanted, I was gonna say that like on the on the front I drew a picture in the mask right in the back I, I left it blank and I was gonna put the words in. Um, but for some reason, I, I let I let them hover around um, and kind of kind of thinking about what that means in terms of what it what what they carry for me or, what, or where where they are in terms of like the process. Yeah. Um, so I'm holding on to that. But I'm thinking about sadness that I carry yeah. that I hold that I hold behind the mask. Mm. Worry, I think worry for the world, worry for myself, for my family. Um, I said deep down anger. Ang- I have a really interesting relationship with anger, and especially in context of masculinity, um, it's something that I push and repress deeply down because I don't want it to come out and lash out. Um, and I, I recognize that and I recognize that from my upbringing where, where, where I learned to, that I don't want to express anger. Um, mm. And so I'm always thinking about like where, you know, where can anger serve me, where I, may, I might be pushing it down when it needs to come out. Oh, yes. um, so I'm holding on to that. 
frustra- anger and frustration, they kind of come hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and then I said confidence. I think I, I think mm. I, I think that's a, that's a, that's the, um, that's the red herring for me, but I put, I put confidence behind the mask. It's something I don't, I don't necessarily put out front. Um, yeah. but I, but I think, but I have tried to go through that process of building up a self-confidence building up a self-love and relationship with myself that, that I can carry, but I want to learn how to carry that in a really supportive and positive way for other people. So that's yeah. what I think. I, that's why I think I still have that in the back and not in the front. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm mm. holding on to right there. Oh, we thank you. Oh man. Well, I, I identify with that, and I, I, I think I, the one you just said right there, the last one, the confidence said, uh-huh. like, and I, and I'll start there as I talk about the back of mind. Um, I think sometimes, and everything growing up, I grew up in a community where if you talked to, if I talked too positively, positively by myself, yeah. people would be like, "You think you're special? You right. think you're better than us? You think you X Y Z?" And I. And subconsciously, maybe even consciously, in the early days it was consciously, and then it became totally subconscious that I often, um, I mean, I'm, I'm a leader, right? So I have to speak yeah. with some kind of confidence. Of course. But I often don't speak a lot. Like I'm actually, mm. I do this podcast, I speak on stages, but when I'm not on any of those, I'm not a, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty to myself, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm a listener first. That's what that's what my mentor to call me. A listen. I listen first and then yeah. speak. But yeah, keep going. And I, when I wonder when you said that, right? Like when you when I, like I hear people talking, and I'm like, oh, I I got something to say about that. But I'm also like wondering who am I? Like I'll tell mm-hmm. myself that I don't. I'm not the. Who are you to be being the person on stage about this stuff? Who are you to be yeah. talking about these big topics? Like when I talk, like when I think about. What I've seen, there's this new f- stupid trend, my massa, like, out there, uh, where uh, uh. where it's 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 actually bothering me, and I'm like, uh, Shanti, mind you, don't don't get sucked into that stuff, right? It's it's silly stuff, right? But I want to say something, right? I'm like, but and I'm and I'm like, maybe maybe I'm not the person to be saying something. Maybe I'm not the person to have a voice around this topic. And I think when I see mm. these things happen, when I see people trying to uh, erase culture or erase history. Like I want to speak out about it. I'm like, Shanti, is that your fight? Is that your fight? Is that your battle? And I, and I think sometimes I lack confidence. I hold back confident that I, I don't have an, I don't have dates and history and facts and all this stuff, but I have a, I'm, I'm intelligent. I think I'm smart. I think I have a feeling about it. And exactly. So I just keep quiet. I just keep quiet as much as I really want to speak out about it you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the crt battles and all that like all these oh, people man. who think they care like the, the the people who are in california are mad at the governor because he wants to force people to get mental health support well i got a brother with mental health issues i wish somebody would force it i can't mm-hmm. force it and i love him to mm-hmm. death right so people who are running their mouth about this who don't know who have never experienced a family member who you watch falling and falling and falling and you can't do anything for them like I, I just get I get so upset and I'm like Shanti, who are you to be speaking out about this and I and I hold back and so when, I, when you talk about the back of the mask, wow, that right. came out. It's like I I sometimes hold back things that I because I don't maybe feel like I have the best. Uh, I can't put all the sentences together the way right. I really think I should to be able to speak out in the public arena around it. You know, so that's one, and I think it yeah. connects to and it connects to those other ones. Um, <laughs> fear of of what I mean, there's a list of things, right? Uh, and exactly. worry and stress yeah, worry, and stress isn't showed up too for me 
Yeah. So thank you for bringing that that one about confidence, and I and I think that's where I'll I'll land right there. Yeah, I mean that that conversation for me sits deeply. Um, yeah, like I said, I mentioned my 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 demeanor that I've that I've kind of been given light to. I didn't I didn't know this about myself personally, but people said you'd like to sit and listen a lot before you speak, um, and th- and that felt like a good thing at first. But in in context of what you what you brought and what you brought to light, like we I it's it's so easy to learn that in society you have to like in this society today. In this culture today that we kind of live in embody you have to you have to have it all figured out before you can talk about it or before you can speak on it and yeah. and there's and we we forget the school of life we forget that we're constantly learning and evolving yeah. and and so and so you might need to express yourself to be able to receive that feedback and re, like it get those answers and, and be able to move in shape and, yeah. and and by locking i think i think I, I do this a lot just like lock myself into a conversation in my head and feel like i got to do the research myself and i got to figure it out and and if this doesn't sit right it's a problem for me yeah. um i yeah. miss so much you miss so much input you miss so much of that interaction that you could get with with the other wonderful beautiful butterflies of humans that are also learning and living together around yeah. me so like that that confidence on the back of the mask. I wish I could transmute it to courage on the front of the mask to be able to express mm. myself, even even when it feels hard and even when it feels like I don't have it all figured out or I don't have the most eloquent way to express it. You know, yeah. so that's that's that 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 feels resonant for me. It's like that could be the transmutation, that that courage and that bravery, which feels like a part of masculinity that I might be rediscovering. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, thank you. I like that. I like that. I wish that the the confidence that I put on the back could show up as courage on the front. Right. Yeah. I I think and maybe this is. I imagine it's there too, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it lands in in the strength, right? Maybe it right, lands right, right, in. Right. Maybe the strength is what you show when you are bringing confidence up, when it's willing to to move forward a little bit, right? Like, Right, right, that's a channel for it, absolutely. Yeah, maybe, like I think about myself, and I, and I, I just said that is a, 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 what, I, what I felt, but I, when I think about what I, what I hold back, I'm super hardworking. So what I mm-hmm. don't think that I may have in all of the facts and numbers and data and knowledge, I have in the fact that I'm willing to work super hard, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. so, so it allows me to be like, well, I don't have all the answers, but I'm working hard at trying to get it right. I don't like, I can, I can like land in, I think that's how the back and front kind of connects in my work anyway. Right. When I think yeah. about that, right. Like, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What is, what does that mean for the people around you that you can embody that hardworking nature? Like what, like, how does that, how does that, what does that feel like for the folks around you that you work with? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a great question. And I think, but it also can be dangerous, right. When you, when, if my identity like I was oldest and I was, I was mm-hmm. the man of the house. My, my, mm-hmm. my father died before I was born. So I was running, I had a role to play before I was ready to play it. Right. I had to grow up really fast. And because my value was in what I did, like the doing. So the fact that I'm hardworking is where my value, I think gets mm. really, I'm clearly defined by that. I'm a hard worker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's the B, who who am who am? Well, that's not important. Like, what what? I don't really, I don't have time to talk about that. But here's what I've here's what I've been doing. Here's what I've been doing. Here's what I've been working on. Here's what I've been working towards. Right. Here's how busy I am. Right. Mm, that's mm. the value proposition that I've given to myself. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And 
And do you feel like do you feel like that that value like what what is your relationship to the to relationship to that valuation? You know what I'm saying? Like what like where do you does it do, does does that feel like it needs to move? Well, I think it it, it comes actually. Huh, I'm glad you had said that. Um, I, it does need to move because what ends up happening in that in that idea that the in the doing is my value. If I ever decide to go and relax. If I ever decide to go walk on the beach and take a photo of myself, I sometimes I have to like force myself because I'm like, I'm not going to post this because people are going to be like, how you got time to be at the beach when you're trying to grow this organization? How you got time to be like, cause I, cause I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm resting. And when you talked about like the work that you're doing around healing, I think about Sean Ginwright when he talks about radical Mm. self-care, why does self-care have to be a radical act that we take because we've been taught or trained or believe that in the in the being exhausted we we wear a badge a, a, a nonprofit people for sure the badge of honor is i'm so exhausted i'm so i'm exhausted. so tired mm-hmm. i've been so mm-hmm. and how about if somebody was just i mean imagine if you were to tell somebody you know what Actually, i'm super rested i feel <laughs> awesome i just had an yeah. eight hour night you know they'd be like what like good for who, you question mark who, you know what i'm saying who, like <laughs> who are you <laughs> who are you oh my god there's this um group on uh, instagram called the nap ministry i was gonna say the nap ministry yep they have been they've been serving my soul a lot because i just because i've been like i'm i'm the other side of it like naps yeah what that's unacceptable who has time for that right Mm-hmm. And naps are so important. Man. I'll tell oh you man! I tell you what? Yeah, no. Agent Agent Marie Brown, the beloved, brought my sensitivity towards the nap ministry, and that's that's something that I've tried my best to embody in college. I I got there towards the later ends of my undergrad, but like the like the the power and the in the in the role that a nap after class had for me before I was able to sort of take on the rest of the day, figure out what was happening next. That 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 was just essential. But and that and that rest was something that I tried to hold on as. Like I was like, oh yeah, I'm taking a nap right now, and like y'all should go take a nap too. Like you need you need that rest. You need to close your eyes. You need to sit. Um, it, it had to be it had to be so deliberate and intentional because the culture says otherwise. The culture says that if you're resting, you're missing out, and time is money, and X Y Z, and like like but like we said, the busybody culture is very is very much so built up as like that's the dominant, that's the narrative that we need to hold on to. So in yeah in. in you also mentioned relationship to posting, you know what I'm saying? Posting it on Instagram. That 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 comes up deeply for me because you we again that's part of the mask. Like that 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 is that is the performance space, social media in a lot of ways. So we I, I think a, I think a lot about what I'm posting and what it means in context of the world around me and what what other people are carrying, you know. Um, like that that mediation between what what folks might be looking for me to 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 put on and what I want to put on or what is actually my truth in any given moment. Sometimes I hold on to that beach photo, or sometimes I hold on to that to that rested, relaxed, glowing. You know, I just I just got a I just got my 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 skin did and I look real good. Um, yeah. Hold it in because it's it's like that's that's not the that's not the hard bravado version of of of, of what culture is telling me to be. So yeah. Oh. Man, man, you miss out because I think that's something that needs to be elevated. You know, I think I think we can always get more affirmation from other people around us that we that we should rest more, that we should yeah. that we should prioritize ourselves, that we should care for ourselves a little bit more. And yeah, yeah especially as men, you mentioned you already mentioned um, mental health and in, in 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 the in what what a vicious cycle it can be to be told that rest is rest is counterproductive and rest is counterintuitive. 
and, and yeah. relaxation is counterproductive and counterintuitive. That that's that's a that's a slippery slope. Yeah. 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 And, and imagine if 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 we allowed I mean, I think you imagine, I think I'm trying to think what grade did I stop taking naps, right? I think you were like in the first grade, maybe. Mm-hmm. I was at, I used to go to this children's center after school. So they made us take them. Um, but I remember like, you know, first grade is when it stops. You go to, you start going to elementary school, you're in school all day and it's just go, go, go. Like, right. Yeah. And uh, I remember at this children's center we were at, after we left school, we would come across the street. They would, you know, you would get a snack and then you go take a nap. And I was, and I think when I left that children's center, I think it was around third grade, like the days are even longer, right? Because there's no break in between, right? Mm-hmm. When you're a kid, you don't want to take a nap. But when you think about like what that I, where, when you stop learning to do it, when you stop taking care of yourself, when you thought that it was a punishment as opposed to like it's opportunity to right. rejuvenate for the second half of the day. It's opportunity to rejuvenate for the second half. Yeah. Like what if it just had a different meaning to it? What if yeah, we knew absolutely. that the stress that we deal with with people all day long is causing us to draining us energetically, mm-hmm. right? It's socially, mm-hmm. emotionally, right? Um, I think like that, like like same like mental health, right? If why don't we just change? If people are, have a stigma around it, why don't we change how we talk about it? Yeah, right. It's about You're you right. work. It's like your muscle. It's a muscle. How do you work that muscle out? You need to give that muscle rest. You need to work that muscle out in different ways. You need to do. You you can't just be like, oh, it's gonna just do it by itself. Oh, it won't, right? No, it won't. It won't. My my mom always tells me, and this is this is from her deep Baptist upbringing that word your words are powerful, and that the you know the word is powerful, but that your words are powerful. It carries intention behind it, mm-hmm. and so I think I think a lot about you know how we how we embody like how do, how do we imbue these words with with meaning, especially mm-hmm. especially rest, especially care, especially mental health, and like yeah, you said like how do we. How can I? How can I use what I what I was given that tool that that tool of understanding that the relationship I have to the words that I use is gonna is gonna is gonna make change in the world in terms of like how I how I relate to that to that practice and so if I really I really do wish I can I can start I, I can start with myself and but I want to definitely uplift like what what I can do to be able to shift that narrative around again these these things that we're talking about rest rejuvenation mental health relaxation vacation these are so, these are so important they shouldn't be luxuries they should they should be part of us sustaining ourselves like you said we we knew this when we were little you would just go to sleep if you were tired you would go to sleep now it's like i gotta i gotta wait till i gotta wait till the sun has set i gotta wait i gotta wait till all my emails are done i gotta i gotta put it all the way to the side that's the last thing i can do after everything's done and if everything's not done all matter what <laughs> I tell you what, my, my peers in school, the fun, the funniest thing I often hear is like we 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 wonder how we did it in high school. Where you would you would wake up at six a.m., go to practice, then go to all these classes, back to back to back to back to back, come home do was after school activity, and then and then go home and do homework. I, I just, there's no way I could have any of that energy today. I just I don't know where it came from. I think that might have been the peak, but this is it just had to stop. It was not sustainable. Um, so naps, naps, get, get, get your naps in, y'all, for real. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a training ground, right? It's a, I mean, imagine as a career, like you, you come home from work and you're like, oh, what do I, huh, what do I do? Like, I think mm. when I went into engineering, I was the same. I was like, oh, after work, um, what do I got to do? Like, um, mm. should I be doing something, right? right I'm not used right. to not doing nothing, right? So after work, you're like, okay, I got a, I got a, I got a big TV. Now I got to play some video games. Okay. And then what? And then what? Okay, I cook dinner. Mm. Okay. And then, like, I found myself, yeah. like, feeling, like, totally 
like something was missing. Right, like who am I outside of the work that I do and put out into the world? You know, that's right, that's right. Like who, like who am I? And, and ooh, that's 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 sen- sensitivity to that is so important. It's that, a, I, it's I appreciate a, you bringing that in. I mean, but it's a rest, right? Like what? Do you, like like not asking you too many personal questions, but what do you do after work? Like what do you do? Do you have other activities you're involved in? Like what do you do after work? Yeah, for me, for me, it's it's it's. There's a part of it that's that's like more work, you know. Like for one, I, I definitely could be better about setting my boundaries around like after this time, this can wait till tomorrow. Um, you know, there's there's especially like we said, we're in the nonprofit space. There's always like a oh, th- this is all pressing and emergent, and if if I don't get this done, community is losing out. I think yeah. my relationship to that definitely could shift because I like you said, you I need to be at my best to be able to serve my to serve the people I love. So yeah. I would ideally be not doing any work after work. And when I'm not, I think I think I like I, ta- I try to tap into my artistry. You know what I'm saying? I try to you know journal and write and create. Um, but I also have a relationship where I told you I'm building out this van that I'm trying to travel in, and that's that's become a big undertaking. That's a that's that's like that's like manual labor. That's that's practice. Um, and so some some days I have the energy for that, and I, I try to put that in. But again, if I don't set those boundaries right and don't have my my full my full bandwidth, I can't I can't even put in that type of work, um, which which feels fulfilling to me if I could because that that project feels like a passion project. That feels like yeah. something I love to do. Yeah. And so I would love to have more energy and space to do the things I love. If if only for me, if only I would be able to break this cycle in my mind that all these other things come first. Man, man. Thank you. you know? And thank you for doing that. I'm glad. I'm When you told me about that, I was like, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I think that that is where I'm also making a decision. And, you know, I'm a little older than you, right? So I, in this mind, like, yeah, I wish I'd learned some of these things earlier. But I think we learn it. I think when the student is ready, the teacher will come, right? And I think mm. you could have told me, you could have told me when I first graduated college, you should have some side projects you're working on. That would, I've been like, what? What? I got time for that. I mean, how, how I got time to fit that into the other stuff I'm responsible for, you know? And I think sure. recognizing that it's a part of us, of our own rejuvenation and healing, that we have to do it. Like, it's an act of, I think R.G. Lord, I don't have the quote memorized, but R.G. Lord said something around, like, our taking care of ourselves is an act of revolutionary act. Like, it's about yes. us being, like, you must take the time to rejuvenate and regenerate and rest so that you can continue the battle of all the things we battle on a daily basis, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, that was Absolutely. paraphrasing. So anybody who's an Audre Lorde fan, don't, don't, don't uh, get too upset that I didn't have the quote down. Right. But that's the sentiment that I got from it, you know? Oh yes, please. Yeah. No, this, this definitely bringing in the spirit, the spirit of black feminism as has, has been like revolutionary to my life. I think it's so Audre Lorde. Audre Lorde is, I have so many quotes that I like to pull from Audre Lorde, but that, that one, that one I think was recently just told to me. Um, by by Tanisha, by Tanisha from from the Black Feminist Project. Actually, she I think she nice. I think she brought this into a retreat that she did with our with me and my colleagues. Um, she mentioned she mentioned the Audre Lorde tweet, and I'm, I not, forgive me for saying tweet. Excuse me, this Audre Lorde quote. I feel like most quotables today are tweets, so I got I got caught up in my brain. But you know, yes, the the fact the fact that rest rest is radical. Again, you mentioned it shouldn't be radical, but it it needs to be. Yeah. I mean, it needs to be. It needs to be like centered in our in our ethic to, as as beings. Yeah. Um, if we're ever gonna if we're ever gonna find our way out of you know these situations we find ourselves in. Mm. I, yeah, I think that's so important. So, man, listen. I, how about how about this? Let me ask you this because I think one thing you mentioned and I and that I'm trying to like uh, 
figure out how to ask you this, but I will say, you know, you, you grew up with your father, yeah, at home, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so I I want to ask you just in terms of your the questions you were asking, or the, you mentioned a couple of times around how masculinity was put on you, right? And I know, uh, and how you felt that mm-hmm. pressure or whatever that was, those things that were taught to you, uh, like, how do you, how have you been able to, like, come to a place of, defining and making it mean something for you as opposed to what messages were told to you mm. or what what yeah. what what prescription was given to you to follow or to stay in this line right stay here how where did you find the ways and you talked about some reading but where where did you find those ways of being able to think differently and bigger absolutely absolutely a deep and, and important question i thank you for for inviting that in um yeah, that's 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 been a journey for sure that I've been on. Um, I think I think where I where I'd start is that my the fam the family that I come from the folks that I come from we we're, we are deeply spiritual. There's a deep spiritual lineage in my family. My both my both my father and then my grandfather on my mother's side are pastors. And then beyond that, folks in the folks in the community back in Nigeria, both in both back in Arkansas, uh, where my mother's family is from. We're, we're big churchgoers, you know, get, making sure that to be a part of educating in the way of the spirit. And so and so me me coming up from where, the way I grew up, um, that was a that was a central part of our our orbit, which was it was relationship to the divine and relationship, relationship to a higher power in a connection with other people. Um, and what that what that meant, what that, what that means for me on my journey towards towards like what I what I would call now as is a deep divine relationship to masculinity and femininity that I it, the the search for that was discovering that the version of masculinity that I was built into didn't didn't fully serve my my spiritual growth towards that place where I felt most authentic and I felt most and true to myself and I felt like I was most honoring all the breath and the variety of my ancestry so what what that means? What that means? Uh, what that means for me back when I was first dealing with these with these with these ideas, um, was that I was I was coming into a place where I felt like I had to hide some some dynamics in myself, um, and again that's that 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 comes straight to the mask. But it's yeah. it's like. The parts of me that you know like need to cry, the parts of me that the, the parts of me that wants to be in deep and intimate relationship with people, um, the parts of me that want that like want to rest versus like working and going straight for a target that want to that want to be able to think in the in the in the more open and the more abstract. Um, it, it 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 was a part of my honestly my journey with gender, my journey with my journey to to come to a place where I can now identify as a non-binary man, which which means that for me I welcome in both the masculine and feminine into how I exist, because it, it felt it felt like and what my, a lot of my mentors were able to 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 bring to light with with me and with through through going through a process of engaging with traditional wisdom from West Africa and and from those elders that have carried on those traditions is that we. That I, I deeply believe that we have access to all these things, and I think I think even in teaching teaching about the box of masculinity and yeah. what's left on the outside yeah. is like we do have access to tenderness and access to care and access to to nurture um, in ways that masculinity is that I that I was taught wasn't mm-hmm. able to hold dear and wasn't holding sacred and it wasn't and it was like if you do this you can't be this and yeah. I think that I think that what I've come into is a relationship with the, with again the divine masculine and feminine which is I think a, it's it's a very 
I think it can be very buzzwordy. So I like to really be, really be able to sit and elaborate on what that means for me. Yeah. But honestly, what at the end of the day, it means that I have access to all that feels true to me. Um, and so, and so like that, that journey to sit with that has definitely been something that I'm grateful for because now I, like I said, I feel like I've been able to spread my wings a little bit in terms of my expression in the world and that, and, and it, I can't, I can't take that for granted at all. That, that, that to me is, is a, is a comfort and a, in a, in a ease and a, like you said, a strength and a courage that, that, um, I wouldn't have had otherwise if I, if I was able, if I was still sitting in that in that version of the box that I started with. And so yeah. I'm still peeling that layer back, still on, un, still unraveling that. Um, but yeah, my, you know, it's my, my father and my mother and, and my, the people that came before me, they gave me that foundation and, and mm. that's what I've been able to build off of it. And that's what I've been able to carry forward so far. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Thank you. And I really like the way you weave that in the idea of the, the man box and the, what, what we normally put on the outside are those parts that are part of being human. But we've yeah. told we 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 genderize them, and therefore mm-hmm. we now have to we tell our boys, well, community tells our boys, society tells our boys, hey, that's not that's not they be a man, man up, like at right. young young ages, and that practice happens early. Yeah, like we can't we can't start talking to twenty five forty year old men about unhealthy masculinity because they're already programmed so deeply. We need to begin starting earlier. And I think that what, in these battles we have around our country, I think it's like we don't want people like people are really good at trying to tell other people how they should live. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I wonder what it would be like if we just let people do the way they do them. Yeah, and I think I, yeah. I also when, when I when I when we talk to some young people in schools all over and. Um, you know, our workshops are we do workshops with just young men only, but also co-ed workshops and mm-hmm. students with work, students of all backgrounds who are, in, who are in the spaces. And just knowing that, like, I see you. Yeah. I see, and I'm, I and I'm so you. thankful that you are you. Right. And when we try and be like, hey, well, you can't be you like the way you think you should be you. You should be you the way I want you to be you. Yeah. Is, is almost is, is idiotic as best. Right. Right. <laughs> and right. It's, it's obnoxious in many ways where people decide that they should tell you how you should bring yourself to the world. And I think when we get stuck in trying to be how people want us to be, we often can be forgetting who we really are, you know? And I think. True. Yeah. Thank True. you for speaking to those. Yeah. And thank you for elevating that. I mean, the most powerful, one of the most powerful quotes in the world, the truths I set you free. I think that's, I think mm-hmm. that, that I carry that deeply where I, wherever I go is that, you you can't you I, like what's what's the idea that you can't um you can lead people to water but you can't tell them to drink I think yeah. I think we're always a lot more receptive to being shown a possibility of the world and, and, and as opposed to being demanded that this is the way it needs to be and that that goes both ways both for the version of the world and the version of ourselves that we're trying to create and the version of the world that we're, we're currently given we don't a lot of the reasons I like for example don't resonate with this rigid version of of man is because it was it was thrown at me like this is this is what we're this is what we're given this is what we're passed on and mm-hmm. then when i'm able to engage with for example like yoruba traditions in in nigeria and and even the yoruba language which doesn't have which has a very different relationship to gender i, I think i learned recently that the word for man and women man and woman in in yoruba doesn't describe man and woman the same way that we do in the west it's mm. it's more about the way somebody walks so the the word exactly phonetically means somebody who walks straight and stern versus somebody who has a more flowy walk and form mm. that's 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 what it means to them everything else is like they they can they they are the way they are and they, they exist the way they exist and so there, there's like 
and so, and so the, these other different traditions, especially these more land-based traditions that had different ideas about different ideas and ways of engaging with, with again, that, that spectrum of, of expression. Yeah. I think seeing that being like, okay, I can choose that for myself. Um, as opposed to this this more rigid version in that in 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 walking that that direction, I feel like I'm living in more of my truth and I'm able to express more than I was I was previously able to express. And that's 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 all I can need. That's all I that's all I can ask for. And so the same the same way. And I hope I, I I'm very curious to know, um, especially especially kind of how how you how the youth you engage with receive some of these things yeah. is is because it seems like you do embody that. Like you're you're not telling somebody the way to be and what's right and what's wrong, but you are you are giving them you're giving them and showing them that that, that there's more that there's there's a lot out there and that that you can choose for yourself and, and teaching them to have that empowerment and have that autonomy. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, thank you for the question. I, I I think what I see early on because I've come to a place where. I'm clear that caring is is a good thing and that yeah. kindness is that I inval- I value it. I think I I've, I've lived so long where trying to care too much people thought like like I, I was a kid who if somebody fell at lunchtime or at PE I'm going to help them up. Like uh-huh. and people be like why are you always helping people up? Like why are you always trying to be like I I, I grew up a nurturer. I was helping my with yeah. my raise my siblings, right? And I think when I go to a workshop and got these young men who are looking, who sometimes maybe used to having, when they see me in my presence, I'm, you know, I'm a big dude, right? But right. Um, I was at a, a workshop the other day with a group of young men um, who are in a county school, which means they something happened to them in a public school. Either they got, you know, expelled or kicked out or whatever. Yeah. And they yeah. have to be in there in this county school. And a young man, you know, came in. He was, he went to the restroom. He came back. He was standing at the door kind of playing around. I said, Hey, can you have a seat, please? And then he was like, "Hey, don't be talking to me like that." And and I was like, "What, what do you mean?" He's like, "Well, you could talk to them like that, but don't talk to me like that." I said, "Well, what what did, what did I say? I just asked you to have a seat." He said, "No, you were yelling at me." And I'm like, "Hmm." Huh. And so what what I as a teacher, former teacher, I know yeah. that this can turn bad really fast, and I know that I didn't yell, but because I spoke <laughs> with authority, I spoke with clarity. Like I'm like, oh. He, He's a teenager. He's he he fighting and energetically is is right ready. Right. And I'm like and I'm like, brother, I didn't yell at you. I said to you, can you have a seat? But because in that moment he he was waiting for a response back that was gonna be like like I, I could it's almost like you could like see you the a, a battle about. waiting to happen, right? Exactly. And I was like, wait a minute, I didn't yell at you. I asked you to have a seat. That was it. And I think what I help what I help to do in these work is I by example, because yeah, I could easily be like, no, I didn't yell at you. Like, that's not yelling. I could go all those ways because I'm good at those two. I'm good at analyzing what I didn't. I'm like, no, I didn't yell at you. I asked you to have a seat. And he had to take a moment where he had to think like, wait, he's not. I said, I've never disrespected you ever. And I think in the moment when I do it in the workshop, it's with example. But it's also like I can't, I, I go first by saying I'm going to take off my mask first. I'm a, I'm a human here. And I said, hey, mm. um, I'm a human here. And I, I really just put it back to the human connection. Like, I'm, I'm just here trying yes. to do a job. Like, I'm, I'm not, I haven't disrespected you. I haven't talked bad to you. And he, you saw him begin to process, oh, why am I looking for a battle with this person, right? Right, that expectation. That's right. Mm-hmm. And expecting that he yeah. has to protect himself. So he has to like double down on some things that were not even happening. And in a moment right. of me, I think the, way, the best way I can say I do it is 
with with all with love and care and kindness yeah. and respect. I give it. I don't. I, I give it. I hope you give it back, but I give it. I don't think that you should give it to me because I'm an adult or because I'm 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 here to present. I'm here. I think you give it because I gave it to you mm. without with with no expectation, right? And um, yeah. and I think he had to. You know, he had a moment. I've had students who didn't take the the rational way. He was like, well. And then he had to <laughs> he had to figure out how to back off, right? Because he was like waiting for that fight, and there was no fight. I was, I'm not here to fight. I, right. I, I, I'm only here out of care, right? And yeah. I think it's because I I've tried to I, I know the other way. I know it's yeah. like to to make a fight out of nothing. Like, mm. would you, why are you talking to me like that? And then the person's like, huh? What I, what did I say? To you? What did I say? Um, I don't really know what I said that set you off right now, right? Mm-hmm. And how do you just help to build a space where? He he has a, he has a role to play in front of his peers. That he's tough, that he's strong, that he's dominant, that he's the alpha or whatever. True, and I'm like, true. there's no fight here. I'm not I'm not here yeah. to fight with you. I'm not here to challenge you. I'm not here to take anything from you. And I think what happens when we give a, when we give people a space to be like, like I see you, but I haven't disrespected you. Yeah. And they get a chance to now decide. Oh, okay. And as a place of them moving forward, you know. So, the, yeah, it's a great, it's a, it's a hard to answer, a really short, short answer, right? I think I, I don't know how I do it. I just sometimes through those examples, I get a chance to say, okay, I'm, I'm, kindness is okay. Yeah. No, you illuminated that really well for me. I, I feel like I feel like what 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 also what what I noticed is is the grace and the the humility, the grace and the empathy you had for him and in, in understanding. His disposition and, and what he what he's carrying into that interaction, that expectation that might have made him more defensive, and it might not, it might not have been personal to you. It was it was it really was just about like the script that he's given. He's he's prepared. He was prepared to to, to go to war in that moment, and, and and I love that you were able to appraise that and say this is this is how I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this is I'm gonna be answer answer with truth and love and kindness and say that this is this is the reason I asked you this in the way I did. Yeah, um, yeah, and I I, I hope. What what is what was interesting? You mentioned a while back um, was was the difference between having that relationship with with like a younger person versus somebody maybe who's in their forties and fifties who's who's been carrying a lot of this a lot further um, in their life, and that's something that I've that I've tried to engage with as a practice is carrying a lot of grace and, and love and compassion for the child within that 40 and fifty year old or that that sixty year old in the context of my father, for example. Mm. Um, I know. I know. We've had a different journey of of relationship to our masculinity, a different relationship to 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 our journeys in the world around us, and just broadly. Um, and what I, what I think is is really easy to fall into a trap. I think that a lot of my that a lot of my peers, for example, we we find ourselves in is that we 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 come to college and we 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 like move our context a little bit. We gain all this knowledge, right? And now all of a sudden we're the arbiters of truth in in context of coming back home and work in and like and being in relationship to our families and relationship to the folks around us. And so um, I always try to remember that like there's that for you know for one world we're all on these very different intersecting and, and non-linear pathways and journeys um but in that there, i i never want to i never want to hold true that that it's that, that there's that there's a there's there's a version of being too far gone mm-hmm. you know that's that's i think i get that from both an ab you know and a, a prospect of abolition a prospect yeah. of like restorative justice that we're all able to move and change if if not only given the space in the in the in the resource and the in the in the in the people around us to hold us up to a to 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 ourselves and to our to a mirror of ourselves so um 
it's the hardest thing in the world for me to, to, for example, to have a conversation with my father about the ways I wish he he better expressed himself and things like that. But I want to hold space for that because I I, th- I think that there's there's no there's no there's no point where he's not able to be you know to able to change his mind or changes or change his behavior the way he with the ways he exists. Um, and, and and same for me. I'm still I'm still moving and changing for myself. And so um, yeah, I try to I try to hold, notice that and hold that. And I'm very curious to see what. If 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 any your relationship is to that, because I I I I hope and imagine that even even the young people that you are in that that are approximate to you and that you're teaching and that you yeah. that you, that you're able to build a relationship with that they can even have that courage to have those conversations with the older folks in their lives and and, and I'm sure that they can, that don't even have to have that conversation sometimes that they can just embody that change or embody that truth and and it might it might even rub off on the old people the older folks around them the elders around them so. Yeah, I think I like I, I like that. And actually, looking at the child and that older person, I think actually yeah. that is that is an empathy um, that I have not. I've also said like, if they're willing to have a conversation, I'll have it. But I'm not going out and trying to do it. But I right. imagine the way they were raised, the way they are, the way they live is based on what needed to happen for them. Yeah. In whatever way, right? Exactly. And I think that as I think about it, I like the way you, I like. I really like that context because we, there's a child in me who never got to be a child, right? And so, mm-hmm. how often do I just mm-hmm. want to be acknowledged for that, right? And I think yeah. that I gave the best I could with what the resources I had, right? And yeah. all the decisions I made weren't always good decisions I would make today because I'm not who I was, right? But I am now today. I get to make a better decision, so. Thank you for that, and I, I that. and I will I will be, re, I'll be reflecting on that one this weekend in my writing about <laughs> how how to have how to have empathy for those older people who didn't who didn't get a childhood either who yeah. had had to be who had to grow up faster than they wanted to or didn't get the love they 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 could have wanted and they learned that oh I don't have I don't know where to get it from and I don't have it so I don't know how to give it right I think mm-hmm. maybe like you said for your father right like maybe he didn't get it. So he has a hard time figuring out how to give it, yeah. you know? So I appreciate exactly. you for that. Of course, of course. Well, man, look, I, I think we could talk forever. We have had long conversations, but I want to say, I is, is there anything you, is there any last thing you want to say to people out there who are listening to this podcast or to that 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 you haven't said yet or that you want to say? Or, um, and I definitely want to make sure people know if, if you want people to, to know what you're up to you can share what you're up to in the world that'd be great sure um yeah i mean i mean first and foremost like i i guess i'll, I'll, I'll express my gratitude to you and endlessly again for for sharing this space with me for for opening your heart to me in in so many different uh moments and in this moment particularly it, it really is refreshing to have this conversation um it really is refreshing to see your face and see your smile and, and, and hear your humor and hear some of your stories um always uh, and 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 so yeah, thank you for thank you for thank this, you. thank you thank for you, this bro. space, thank you for this moment. Um, to the to the to the folks listening, and just just to stay anybody, anybody who wants to hear. Um, I mean, I just I just want to say that this that this this context, this this conversation, um, it it means it means that we're able to sort of really re- really come into our own as as like human beings like you you've mentioned that so many times it's just like these aspects of our humanity that 
for whatever reason, uh, we've we've diminished and we've let down. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that like spaces like this, programs like yours, um, and 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 readers and, and thinkers that like we've mentioned um, in this conversation, Bell Hooks, Audre Lorde, Adrian Marie Brown, they're able to they're able to bring us back to consciousness around some of these things that like are available to us, are accessible to us, and are able to make us build better relationship with each other. So um, I love uplifting and having those conversations. And I think the, the more, the merrier in terms of the folks who engage with this work and this content and these, and these materials. So so um, so much love to, to you all in general in the world, um, doing your thing, making, making best out of the situations that you're given um, and, and still finding space to love and relate to yourself and the, and the people around you. Um, yeah, for me, for me, um, I just I ask I ask for deep prayer as I as I continue to uh, be so early in my in my career and my imagination for the work I want to do in the world, um, as a, both as a healer, as a as a steward of community, as a as somebody who tries to convene space with with folks across the generational um, spectrum, try to get people to sing together and 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 and, and relate together and really and really find find those deeper those deeper nuances in the in the deeper grass within our humanity. Um, I just ask for I just ask for prayer and and, and love and, and, and favor as I move um, as I move early on. So yeah, the, what I'm what I'm doing in the world is 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 to be determined. It's emerging. It's coming out. Um, and so I just I just I just I love I love and, and express so much gratitude to the folks that are that are continuing to water that ground for me. Um, yeah. So so uplift and, and love that. Thank you again, Ashanti. Uh, it's been a, a gift and a pleasure. Thank you, brother. Uh, as always. Well, thank you for being on the show today. And folks, if you want to make your mask, you can do that as well at millionmask.org. Anonymously, you know, John and I shared our mask, you know, publicly here. But you can make yours anonymously um, on that site and tell someone about it. Tell someone about this conversation. Any young person who you feel um, can benefit from these words, please share this with them. So, John, oh, thank you, brother. So appreciate you. Right on. Ashe. Thank you, Ashanti. The Taking Off the Mess podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Editing videography is also by Ryan Louie. Graphics by Kelly Wong. And a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Kevin Romero. I'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast as we hit this one year anniversary. We hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the Taking Off the Mask experience. And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe and share. And we look forward to us continuing to offer conversations that matter. Take care. See you soon.